3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
4: Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin.
1: Planes, trains, automobiles, what's the one story you'll always tell? 206 421 rock Hello, Frank. Welcome to the Men's Room.
5: Okay. Uh, Downrange, Marine, Somalia. We uh, helped open up the port. Then we uh, got punched up to the stadium and opened that up and running security. We're there for almost four months. They're starting to pull all the jarheads out. We get tasked with going in-country farther to run security at a dirt airport. Bardera, we go there, take care of business, we're running security, I'm a vehicle commander, we're running Humvees, we're doing patrols around the outside of the dirt, runway, and crap, I'm in Alpha vehicle, nice and slow on our track, we hit a big thump, I'm like, oh crap, we hit a second big thump, all stop, all stop, Bravo vehicle says, Hey, uh, badger! You need to come up in turret and look at what you just hit. <laughs> we do not, we do not deploy out on foot because we figure we're dealing with mines. I crawl up on the turret where my gunner is. Look down there—biggest snake I've ever seen in my life.
6: But you felt Still, this in a tank?
5: We were in a Humvee. Humvee oh, a Humvee! Humvee. Full, full armored Humvee. The snake is still squiggling across the Humvee tracks. Humvees ain't skinny. It's going from the bush across our track into the bush through our concertina wire into the dump that we're using for the kitchen. We, uh, we, notif- we notify, talk, and hold because we're, we're like, holy crap, <laughs> and we hold. Snake's still going. The Botswani's by this time are there on deck because they're the only ones that we could get to relieve us so we can get the hell out of Dodge because by this time we're the last Marine unit in and the Army's already taken over and they've already taken over the airport and the uh, the, uh, oh, the, the guys uh, took over the, the uh, stadium already. So they're trying to get us out of there. The mm-hmm. Botswani's come out. Four of them look at it, decide they want it. So they grab hold of it and start pulling on it. Four full-grown men can't can't beat the snake. So four more come out. They got eight guys on this snake. They pull the snake back out of our dump, through the concertina wire, put a round in its head. They take it inside, and that's chow for them that night.
1: Oh damn. damn! Did they? Would you say how how long would you say the snake was?
5: Longer than three Humvees. That oh my is my god! Sanity. I wonder how Biggest that thing. I, I wonder.
1: how that thing tastes.
5: Biggest? Well, beans. It's full of worms. I uh. wouldn't know. Ah, uh, yeah, uh,
7: yeah.
1: It's, it's uh, full of worms, huh? Uh, I mean, I've seen. I wonder if they get the worms from the animals that they swallow whole. Probably, I would think.
6: Just yeah. like anything. I mean else. the
1: way they mm-hmm. they they eat it would make sense like the worms right. are like we're cool. Yeah, I mean we don't get worms, but if you eat raw salmon there's a chance you can. God oh my. That's
6: one of the grossest things I've ever had but to do they, at work.
1: but but if if they if they needed it and wanted it that bad, then that means it's good. Good enough. I mean if eight uh, people like if you don't want to just pick up a big ass snake, right. you know, longer than 3 Humvees and it, it's got to be worth the meal. Because if not, you just be like, let's let, just let it go. Well, you're
7: also, yeah, I that might just be a hey. There's something we can eat. We're gonna eat it. I, I'm guessing that's I mean, who knows, man. Like years ago, years ago. I, mean, I was gonna say, like I've seen Black Hawk down a bunch of times, right? That's the time he's yeah. talking about. But I'm like, man, that snake story's really affected me.
6: We uh, we were serving swordfish, all right? <laughs> and the swordfish was a special at the seafood restaurant I'm at, but at the time, there's like these national warnings about swordfish because they had these parasites. But that did not stop anyone from ordering it anyway. But our thing in the kitchen was we had to clean these worms out of the fillets of swordfish. Mm-hmm. And because they're aquatic, they're that weird kind of blue color. Uh-huh. But, man, we would get these things. And, I mean, I've never been this disgusted. And you cut up a lot of different weird things in the kitchen. But you'd have this fillet sitting on the cutting board and there are worms wiggling inside of it uh, we had to take these tweezers or tongs pull these things out and set them on the side of your cutting board so by the time you're done prepping this up like the corner of your cutting board is these wriggling weird parasitic worms i'm like this is not worth it to me it is not worth it. people still came in like i'll take the swordfish and we basically told them like yeah we dewormed it as best we could like that's how you explain good it. luck yeah and they're like cool I, <sighs> i'm like dude i there's swordfish no is delicious I, I have not tried it because that was my first interaction with it. And I know that not all swordfish have these things, but anytime I picture swordfish, I picture these mm-hmm. wiggling blue worms. No, thank you.
7: All right, that's fair.
6: Yeah. Hello, Kenny. Welcome to the men's room.
8: Hola, bitches. Hola. Hola. Big fan of the show. Listen every day. Hey, oh, thank you, you, man. We appreciate that, man. So I, I've i got a car story and a very short plane story, if you got time. We do. My car story is back in the early 80s. I had a, a Z28, and I'm driving through. i got a couple buddies in the car. We're going to see a buddy in, in Idaho at, at college. And it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, and we're on one of those kind of roads where you can see like 20, 30 miles ahead of you. And so I had the thing just buried and the speedometer went to 130 and I had it like pegged all right. and I'm like, just cruising along and all of a sudden it went under this underpass and I saw a cop sitting there and I'm like, Oh, S now what do I do? Do I slow down? I'm like, Oh, he's not going to catch me. So I'm like, I just kind of kept going and like, Four or five minutes later, I see him gaining on me. And I'm like, okay, I see him gaining on me. I'm pulling over. I pull over. He comes up to the side of the car. He motions me with his fingers. You know, hey, get out of the car. Not even I'm roll like, down oh, the window. Get out, get out of the, the car. Well,
7: right? oh, He's been running.
8: Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to jail. He comes back he takes me back to his car. He shows me his car. He's got like one seat in there, a full roll bar. He pops his hood. It's, it's a it's big ass Dodge, but it's a high speed pursuit car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I'm going to take you to jail, I'd have to call for backup. He's like, the only reason I pulled you over is, or no, first thing he said was, you thought you were going to get away, didn't you? And I'm like, I just didn't think you're going to chase me. I figured you're going to call ahead and I'm, I was going to get like 10 miles ahead and then slow down. And, but I saw him gaining and he said, I was doing 160 miles an hour to catch you. Jesus. I'm like, Oh, okay. He said, the only reason I pulled you over is I didn't think these cars went that fast. He was just a car guy. He went. He made me pop my hood and made me show him what I did to my car to make it go so fast. Because this is a '79 Z28. They are not known for their power. This no, was back in the smog days, you know, my 2021 Mazda right now has more horsepower than a '79 Z28. Would you, did he, so, he do, let you go? He did.
1: Did you do something to the he catalytic said, converter?
8: Now, the I, I tore all the smog stuff off. I, I mean, built the motor, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So, okay. But yeah, he just said, just slow down. I mean, because like I said, I mean, it's like you could see miles and miles and miles ahead of you of just straight road. But unless a cow jumped in front of you or a deer or something like that, then you're effed. Okay, fair enough, man. All
6: right. So basically, the lesson to learn here, kids, Mm -hmm. if you're going to speed, I mean, like, really, 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 really lay it down. You went so fast, I'm impressed.
4: Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network.
7: Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather
1: around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, there he is, kind of. Oh, hey. It is a basement studio, dungeon bar. Ryan Castle. How are you, sir?
9: I'm good, man. We got fun facts that you can impress your friends with at uh, trivia night or uh, you know at Thanksgiving dinner today okay. on Sit and Spin. Nice. Right.
1: Uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go to the name well today, and I have to ask, uh, especially you two, you and Steve. Because you guys have been playing instruments for a long time, mm-hmm. and one thing that doesn't very sound like it, but we have. Been. And one thing that's very important, whether you're in high school or whatever you're doing, uh, you got to come up with a name for the band. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, Correct. I want you to start uh, in chronological order. What was the name of the first band that you were ever oh, in?
9: Jeez i don't the first band i was ever in we weren't even a band we were a bunch of kids who picked instruments that we were going to play and we said we were in a band that's how every band starts okay. Castle. Yeah. what's the yeah. first what was the first official I band? i don't with remember the name. the name of that band i was in, i was in a band called resin when i was in high school <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> resin. Uh, all right yeah I think we know. <laughs> here's a fun fact we all smoked a bunch of weed okay <laughs> so you're in resin uh, yeah when, how did resin break up do you remember I, I got a, I got a job doing radio, and I said, you know, here eating is cool. I'm going to go ahead and go to work. Okay. Were you ever in a band after yeah. Resin? Not not uh, regularly. No. I've played with some bands over time. Uh, I played with a band in Miami briefly for one show. We opened for Nickelback and Jimmy Eat World, no joke, and we did a song called Throw Beer, and everybody threw beer at the <laughs> stage and trashed, right. trashed all the other band stuff. They were so pissed. But the band did not have a name. Uh, I don't remember the name of that band. You don't remember no, any of the names? I remember names we practiced draft. where the Impotent Sea Snakes used to practice. Yeah, that's crazy. a fun band name. I wonder okay, where that yeah. one came from. Steve, what was the uh, first And then, band, of course, named. the new originals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's about it.
6: The uh, first band name was Shock. That was it. Okay. right. We thought we were clever. And then we found out there were like 18 bands across the country called Shock. Oh, no. But two of them had were fighting for trademark. Uh, but we ended with... So my buddy was big into Batman when Batman turned dark in the comic book world, okay? So he calls me over to his place. He's like, I have a name for the band. And we finished with this name. I loved it. For us, it was kind of an inside joke. It's this old Batman comic from the 70s, all right? And it's supposed to kind of take place on the set of Soul Train. So all these brothers were big-ass afros and all this kind of thing. Hang with but that, But the man. name of it was The Soul Pit. And we were like, we are Soul Pit. That's cool, man. It's cool, yeah, you, but the then. origin is so stupid. If you saw
9: the comic, you're like, come on. Yeah. But yeah. My lazy ass, when they said you couldn't use shock, I'd have been like, all right, fine. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs>
6: we didn't know what it was yet. I think that was before. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's perfect? We were a trio. Hmm? That that pre- <laughs> We actually were. That would have been the perfect freaking name. It would have been better if we had one brother and two white guys. Yeah, I know. Like...
7: So um... and one guy just has to be called Stink.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Pink, pink on drums. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: That's stink funny. on bass guitar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so.
6: Um, Your choice. <laughs> now on tour with Steel Panther. We alter the name Stink per night. <laughs> yeah. oh
9: my God. We've got, so so we're going to find out today where uh, all of these bands, uh, some stories more interesting than others, uh, where they got their names from. <laughs> My Chemical Romance, uh, Mikey Way, was working at a bookstore, Barnes and Noble. What a rock and roll story! Uh, you guys know the uh, the movie and the book prior to that, uh, Train Spotting, right? Yeah. So uh, the guy who wrote that, Irving Welsh, uh, had a story called uh, "Ecstasy: Three Tales of Chemical Romance." He was sort of typecasting. All right. But yeah, so that's where My Chemical Romance got their name.
1: So I'm assuming that's a it's a book about being on drugs and uh, oh yeah, I would imagine of sex. Train Spotting had a lot to do with drugs yeah. too. Yes, it, just yes, a it. small part in the story. These are little, uh, ten little, rock bands and how they got their names on Sid and spin.
9: Here's a fun fact about this band: I never liked them. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? It's Fallout Boy. Oh, Fallout Boy. Yeah. But I feel like anybody know f- where this band gets their name from?
6: Was uh, it like a comic or something? Close. Isn't it? It sounds like a sidekick like to someone else. You know what I mean? Fallout yeah. Shelter?
9: Yeah, so uh, Fallout Boy is the name of Radioactive Man's sidekick from The Simpsons. All right. All right. That yeah. explains. So you were close. That was Boy. close. Yeah.
7: Huh. Fallout Boy makes me want to put on eye makeup.
6: That's that's the entire point. Yeah, Do they move mascara. Any? You gotta know it on And
9: then you gotta cry <laughs> and have it run down your face for the appropriate look. <laughs> <laughs> These are ten rock bands and how they got their names on Sin Spin. Eight,
4: number eight. But if you sing alone, a to a song.
9: the band is Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, This is from one of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, The Curse of the Black Pearl. I thought it was Uh, one of those automated Boeing planes. He says, uh, bring me that horizon. That's a line from the movie, so bring me the horizon.
6: Huh. He says a lot of things in that movie, and that's the one where you're like, that's the name of the band.
3: It's the last line.
1: Oh, is it?
6: In the movie. Okay, all right. Thank you, Mike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very poignant. Ten Rock Bands and how they got their names on Sit and Spin. Seven,
4: number seven.
9: So, I had always heard that Lincoln Park uh, chose Lincoln Park because every town has a Lincoln Park. And so far, uh, in my experience, that's been true. Every town I've ever been in has Mm -hmm. a Lincoln Park. Um, There's one in West Seattle, there's one in Baltimore. suggested uh, Lincoln Park in tribute to a park in Santa Monica, but they changed the name, they changed the spelling to L I N K I N Park uh, just so they could get their own website. Well, what's the most Apparently, Lincoln Park was taken,
1: probably Chicago's Lincoln Park. Yeah. I have the thing as far as size big, goes. And did no we sleep in that
9: things. car? Oh, that, no, we were
6: in a millennial
9: park. We were in a millennial
1: park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
9: grass. good yeah, yeah.
1: Either way. We were in a park. <laughs> yeah. And we were we're slept in some parks. <laughs> Singing a nap. <laughs> all right, who has it? With pigeons. <laughs> at 9 a.m. Ten rock bands and how they got their names on Sit and spit.
4: Number six. Diogo. Welcome to the-
9: Uh, Thrill, you got to know how Guns N' Roses got their name, right?
6: Axel Rose was in the band with Tracy Guns. New, no. no? Close. No. Uh, uh, that... Axl
1: Rose was in Hollywood Rose, right? All right. Right. And uh, Tracy Guns was in L.A. Guns.
9: Right. So when but they got I together they Guns split... and Roses. Yeah, and then I yeah, thought yeah, they so split was, uh, off. Members, but... members of L.A. Guns and Hollywood Rose got together, hence the name Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then the... Tracy Guns left.
6: Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah it was their yeah. two last names. Cool. Yeah. And then... So what does Axel Rose say? Like, listen, man, I know it's your last name and all, but honestly, I think it sounds cool, so come up with your own thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Well, we got Bob Ford here, but I love Garfunkel.
1: So we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna stick with that. <laughs> like, damn. Ten Brock bands and how they got their names on Sit and Spin.
9: Yeah, so where it is, you know, Dave Grohl recorded all of the instruments for this first album all by his lonesome here in Seattle, but he wanted uh, people to think he was in a group, so he went with the World War II term for UFOs, Foo Fighters.
6: Uh, no, for the, for the pilots, pilots that fought. Yeah. for it, the pilots, you chasing, you right, fighting. right, right, right. But right, what's right. funny, he right. didn't expect this to go anywhere, right? He recorded this, he played it for some people, some people said, you need to release this, you need a band. And Dave Grohl says, if I had known what this would become, I would have picked a much cooler name. Yeah, it's like, exactly. a good name. It's not bad, but he didn't like it.
9: For a group of guys that don't take themselves too seriously, yeah, I think that's it's fair. a fine name. 10 Rock Bands and how they got their names on City's and
10: number four.
4: new ooh, ooh,
1: I got it. I got it. This is back to resin, isn't it?
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
9: <laughs> More or less. We got some. It's Green Day. They formed on a payday. Green, Green Day apparently liked to smoke weed. Hmm. And uh, that's a, a Bay Area slang term, according to this list, for spending an entire day doing nothing but getting high.
6: Well, aren't a they day. clever?
1: Green
9: yeah. day. I'd have never thought of that.
1: Mm-hmm. What, I mean, if you have a day off, why not? It's called a day off.
6: If you don't have yeah. a
9: day off and you work on the men's room, it's sure. a green day.
6: <laughs> yeah. That's going to that happen.
10: <laughs>
1: Ten rock bands and how they got their names. I don't know what you're talking about. Three, number
4: three.
9: So this is a much more elaborate story than I remember. I thought somebody had a dream that said you would be Beatles with an A or something. But according to this, after John Lennon recruited Paul McCartney and George Harrison, they became Johnny and the Moon Dogs. But then it turned into the Beatles as a tribute to Buddy Holly and the Crickets, ah. which turned into the Silver Beatles, then just Beatles with an A.
6: What was the first yeah. name Johnny and the what?
9: Johnny and the Moon dogs. And the
6: Moondogs. You think Paul was like, come up with any name that's not that? That sounds racist. And we'll yeah, stick exactly. With it. Yeah. Any goddamn name besides that, we will stick with it, man. It sounds
1: racist as hell. <laughs> yeah. You sure?
6: <laughs> All right, move. Everybody, get your hands together. <laughs> up on stage for yeah. Johnny and the
1: Moon
5: dogs. All right, yeah,
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Johnny, get up here. Johnny, quit making out with that woman.
9: Get up here. Johnny's got two strings on his guitar.
1: Johnny? Seriously,
9: Johnny. (laughs) Ted No Rock, bands And how they got their names.
4: number two.
9: They were inspired by the STP Motor Oil logo. That was actually their logo. Put... Put three words, put three words together that matched STP. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, Word. they
1: used the logo uh, quite a bit, like on their merchandise, stuff yep. for a while. When I was a kid,
6: STP was stinky toilet paper. I don't know why we thought that was hilarious. <laughs> there was a whole game that went with that,
1: and I can't remember it now. When but, I was a kid, motor oil was very important. Oh, my God. It, yeah. It's huge. They advertise it, really it like beer now. Men's yeah. Quaker State. I mean, it's just SDP. like, oh, my. Motor oil,
9: I'll bet, Miles, I'll bet you had a plastic bin somewhere in your front yard that had used motor oil in it. Sure.
1: Everybody
6: did. I'd have made STP stinky trucker penis, but I'd be like, don't tell anyone. <laughs>
1: just, just, mm.
6: just go. STP. You going to warn all the lot lizards. Like,
1: watch out for that <laughs> one over there. He's got STP. He's yeah, got he's st- the st- one that has one that's weird. We right. got a bit of a ting, a ting to it. Yes.
5: One <laughs> number one. I roll. I did the
9: show. Miles Montgomery. What's the story of Led Zeppelin?
1: story of Led Zeppelin is that uh, somebody was having a discussion about some about the fact that the Yardbirds had broken up. Keith or, Moon, I believe. Or Jimmy was not in the band anymore. And uh, I don't know who he posed the question to or who was the one who quoted it, but I think it was Keith Moon who said, or Jimmy Page had said, well, this is going to go over like a lead balloon or Led
6: Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah no, pretty, pretty good.
9: Out. Keith Moon told Jimmy Page that the project would crash and burn like a lead balloon. Nothing Thanks inspires
6: man. confidence quite like that. Thanks, Keith. Yeah. All right, yeah. Keith. Good hey, talk, buddy. Guess what,
1: Keith? You're going to die. You're going to choke on your own vomit in a hotel room. Oh. So there. And you know, wow. so I'm going to go. Who? I <laughs> Okay.
0: I'm still alive,
1: having sex with. well, forget that. I won't
0: go that joke well. But Ryan, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: Dot com slash taylor tay in the uk on the odyssey app thanks to republic records this is a national contest
4: reach out to the guys on twitter at men's room live now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network
1: what's uh what's the best thing that's happened to you or a loved one 206 421 rock hello alicia welcome to the men's room hola hola, hola.
10: So, I just got some wonderful news. I'm a teacher, and um, this might not sound like great news, but I was offered a, a summer school job at a place that I've always wanted to teach at, and I'm super excited. That is exciting no
1: way!
6: If you. If you take the summer school job, because look, I went to summer school. These are not the kids you want to date. This is like elder war students. Here we are again, right? But it, by doing this summer school job, would this help you get into that school?
10: You know, I'm hoping it will translate into that, so fingers crossed.
7: Okay. Are you missing that's the fact that- That's the way uh, my school did it, because I, I had to go to summer school every year. But you would have teachers in there that were trying to like be a teacher at our school. Okay, right. okay, that makes sense
1: then. Well, you know you know the faculty, you know the person. I mean, if you have an opener- Right, what, I was wondering whatnot, if that's you're, if you're already already there. what they were there. It's like an internship. Uh, what grade do you teach? <laughs>
10: So I teach
1: high school. I teach um, biology and biotech. Ooh! Oh, damn! You're smarter damn. than me. Damn! All right. All right. Well, let me ask you this: uh, How are, are babies made? Are you missing? Are you missing the fact that you know typically you you have that break in the summer and you can travel and do the things you want to do? I mean, that was one of the more I, I thought you know bigger perks of that job is the fact that you know if you wanted to take two, but not teachers and,
6: are off that long. Is a problem, yeah, because we're, we're getting good. a curriculum together, a curriculum together for the uh, upcoming school what, year, etc. What was your typical break?
10: Oh, I uh, actually I was in the lab for six years, so um, this is my first time back in the classroom after, uh, gosh, a six-year break. So I I haven't had a summer break for probably okay. ten years. Right. So
6: you were in the lab, and then you decided that you wanted to teach high school students. Correct. Man, oh, man, there's something wrong with you. Does that mean the lab is that boring? Uh,
10: I had an awful supervisor.
6: Ah, okay. All right, (laughs) right, let me ask you this, honestly, because every teacher, and I know every teacher does not matter the grade, how long does it take you to figure out which students you like? That kid has no future. (laughs) Either because they're dumb, they're mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know the kids, they're going to jail, they're not going to keep the job, or whatever it is.
10: Um, Almost... Uh, within the first day, usually. Oh, Sometimes I get it wrong, but... <laughs> first day? The first day? Hey,
1: man, you can meet somebody at a party. You've never met them before in your life. Right. the five minutes, you're like, get me out of here. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. I mean, you, you, it doesn't take long yeah. to, to get a read on something. You know what I'm saying? As far as, damn, so day one, huh? All right. Yeah.
10: Well, I, I also think that, you know, as an educator, kids can rise above where they currently are they to, like, sure. to better themselves, but... Yeah, if they continue on the way that they're they're doing, it's like, yeah, I can pretty much <laughs> m- much call it.
7: Did right. you teach high schools, there's some students you just don't like. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I was telling I, a story the other day, and some, I was like, yeah, like I don't know how to explain it. I never had this
6: teacher. like She just didn't like me. Right. There's something about it.
10: Just- I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, people are human. Just because we're teachers, you know, it doesn't mean those interactions human to human are any different well sure there are some kids that don't like me and i don't take it personal it's just you know we don't vibe no you should and take it personally
6: right. you really should hey let me ask you other students just, that- hey, listen, i was gonna say my brother's in administration so just don't screw up all right <laughs> do you that's have understood. students where you hear about them like so the next year they'll be in your class whoever taught them uh, mm-hmm. the year before they're warning you this kid's coming
10: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Like, how
6: many kids on average? Is it one, two, about five of them?
10: Well, so I haven't taught for many years, so um, I'm and I'm new to the district that I'm teaching in currently. So um, it's been, uh, you know, maybe, I mean, it depends on the kid, right? Right. Because sometimes you have families with reputations. It's like, oh, you got one of those Smith kids? (laughs) Goodness.
1: I was going to ask, in your previous... I'm gone at Johnson, huh? Had to go Smith? Had to go Smith. (laughs) In your previous teaching experience, did you ever teach someone who then went on to, I don't know, say, quote, make the news, so to speak?
10: (laughs) Oh, uh, in good ways and in bad ways, Right,
1: Correct. correct. Were
6: you surprised by either?
10: No, okay. um, no, but very, always very proud of the ones that, that make me proud, and I tell them all the time, you're not, about, proud, uh,
1: you're, you're not proud of the ones that robbed the bank? <laughs> right. Successfully?
10: They think got caught. okay. Uh,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> All right. How would you feel? How would you feel? So
6: one of your students, right? They pull off some major heist, right? I don't know. My state's jewelry thing. Up. You know, like but, they drop from the ceiling. But the, no, no, not that. But specifically, the way they got around security was like through some biometric thing. And you're thinking like, I taught them that
10: and be like, you know what? I'm so glad they were paying attention. Right. People always say, when am I going to use this outside of school? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, when you pull your national treasure heist, you can thank you <laughs> me later.
1: What does a typical day in a bio lab entail?
10: Uh, a lot of reading, uh, a lot of planning, and then um, I did a lot of stuff with soul cultures, so I worked in very sterile rooms. I listened to a lot of music.
1: Okay. Mm. What is the culture of the cell? They chill people? <laughs> cell no, culture. Uh,
10: I I grew I grew cancer cells and I made cellular therapy. Oh, you made cancer.
1: So. That's fantastic.
10: <laughs> I made I made cures for, cancers, oh, for cancer. Okay. I got a brand new
1: cancer over here. <laughs> <laughs> made all myself. I'm gonna put my name on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's the best thing that's happened to you? Or a one? 421 unrocked. Hello, Tanner. Welcome to the men's room.
11: Hola. 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 Alright, so I guess today my son shares the same birthday as Elton John. He was born today. Woo! How old is your son? Right. Oh, he's just born, born today. Born today. Oh,
1: <laughs> he, you're saying, oh, he was born, born, born today. today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, born today. Oh, man. Well, congratulations. How are you feeling about that?
11: Oh, I'm excited. This is going to be a great chapter in my life. Is yeah, this your first kid? It. Yeah,
6: we can tell by the enthusiasm.
1: When
11: you get to the
6: second <laughs> one, it's like, yeah, she's pregnant. What again. did you think
1: about the size of his penis? Was it decent? Did he? I mean, did he? Did he do you oh, right? I,
11: I did not see. You know, unfortunately, me and the mother aren't together, but you know, it's not going to stop me from being there for him.
1: Okay, are you allowed yeah. for visitation at the hospital, or is that something that uh, the other party uh, doesn't want? you
11: said that there's COVID uh, policies in place, and only two people are allowed to go. Okay. So I'm I might not get to see him today. All right. Right. Let me ask
6: you this, if, if you and the mom aren't together anymore, when it comes to naming the kid, did you get any say in it?
11: No, and <laughs> I am fortunately going to have to like, try to you know maybe go through
1: the court system for that. What, what, but, uh, what, what name was he given?
11: Uh, I think that she named him Camden.
1: Camden? And he won't have
11: my last name. Yeah, Cam A-
1: C-A-M-D-E-N. Oh. Ah, okay. Are you more Camden. worried about the fact that the child doesn't have your name, or are you worried about the fact that you don't like his first name?
11: I'd rather him have just my family name more than anything. I can get over the fact that she wanted to change the first name, you know, but. What uh, name would you have last picked? last name seems important. Uh, my last name is Stuart, and right. that's what I want him to be named. My original name that we agreed upon was going to be Nathan after my grandfather and one of her friends had passed, so she didn't feel comfortable with it after, you know, the separation, so I understand. You should have named the yeah.
1: kid Stuart. Stuart, Stewart are you in are you in the are you in the mom amicable
11: i um, sort of I mean we're, we kind of talk a little bit, but just not like you know well, you'll, a you
1: you'll be talking a lot more if you can man right. yeah. try because there's one common thing on this planet right now that both of you love very much, so if there's any way to figure out a way to be civil or to kind of patch up whatever the mm-hmm. problems are, it's a good time to do it because you really you only have one goal so that's uh you know your son so camden Camden yeah. right. Like like Camden Yards. Yeah, (laughs) he'll be all
4: right. (laughs) Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of The Men's Room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef is here.
7: Thank you, folks. Thank you. Now, as we all know, uh, people love mac and cheese. I will say, mac and cheese has uh, had an amazing transformation in the last 15 years. I
6: think mostly because people started doing the homemade stuff, right?
7: Correct. But in, in Southern cuisine, you know what I mean? Right, Soul right. Soul food, like mac and cheese was always mm-hmm. a staple. Mm-hmm. Last 15 years. Other people have found it. <laughs> but, uh, right, like homemade mac and cheeses, uh, gourmet mac and cheeses. Right, right. I, you know, I still struggle. Like I, it's just probably the way I eat. But when I go out, like, I, I, I know a place that's famous for like, come in and get a bowl of mac and cheese. We had this, we had that. But I, whenever I go to a restaurant, like I like mac and cheese as a side. I yes. just don't think, man, I want a giant bowl of right, mac and right. cheese.
6: I, agree. Like, I like it. I, like, I could eat a bowl, but you're right. I want it with something. Correct. Like to me, right.
7: All. That's all it is. It's summertime. We're having a barbecue, even a cookout, right? Like, there's the mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. But I I will say this, though. I I appreciate that it shows up at, like, all all seasons, all holidays. Hell yeah. But most of us got our start eating boxed mac and cheese. Absolutely. Now, it's a highly debated uh, conversation. We've had it in here for years. Uh, some people will always say craft uh, Original just because that's what they grew up on. That's what you I, know. Right. To me, Velveeta shells of cheese was always just somewhat fancier. I love it. Like, if I'm going to make mac and cheese at home for myself, it's only going to be probably shells and cheese. All right. Okay. So this is a list of the best and worst mac and cheeses. They ranked them. Uh, it's only out of nine. So we'll start with number nine. You oh, got it?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I can get that ready. Cue the singers. Number Ladies, are you ready? Cue the singers. Come on.
6: Number thank you, nine. guys. Is it Banza? Banza? How do you, you spell it? B-A-N-Z-A? Yes. I'm just guessing. Never heard of it. It's the gluten-free brand with pastas made out oh. of chickpeas. Oh, come what? on. Mm. So this is last, right? This is last. Okay, thank now, God. Now, look at the box. Miles is pulled. a like, the box tells you that oh, orange you don't want to eat this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. looks like yeah. this sucks,
7: right? Made with Yeah, and they make a lot of products, and I get it if you're gluten-free, uh, they say when it's served in a deeply flavorful sauce, the beanie taste can't be more or less masked. Their cheese sauce was superb at best. All that chickpea flavor was the first thing to hit my taste buds. Okay. And it's about four dollars a box. Here's the thing: I have tried four dollars th- a box. Right, I've tried some of their pastas, this and that, mm-hmm. and like I'm fine with substituting certain things in. Sure. I love chickpeas. I struggle with chickpeas like pasta and that like I'm not right. shocked at the that. bottom of the barrel. Right.
6: You know why they charge so much miles? Because the only reason you're buying this is because you have to. Your doctor I said so. you have an allergy. Otherwise, And everything you guy. eat has to taste like ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
7: mm-hmm. eight, number eight. The Whole Foods three sixty five brand. Whole Foods. If you go to Whole Foods, that's like their, you know, like uh, other stores of like Kroger. Sure. Okay. 365 okay. is like their standard in-house in house brand. This one actually is a very good price point. It's very affordable. People just said, yeah, we just don't like it. They're like for an organic <laughs> option. Like it's priced correctly. People are just like, we just don't care for it.
6: Okay. Right. That says it all. Like, man, this is very economical. Too I'm, bad it sucks. I'm here for mac and cheese.
4: Seven, number seven.
6: Out of nine.
7: Craft original. Oh, Oh, boo. Mm -hmm. Oh, boo. Hang on. I'm sentimental. I only want to hear. It's not good. It's sentimental. That's exactly what they even say. Look, for nostalgic reasons, Craft original will probably always be the best selling mac or mac and cheese. No doubt about it. Kids still love it, this and that. But for, they're just saying, like, listen, man, like, (laughs) right, like, we get it. That's what you're used to. And if you want to order, but it's just like, you can't. You can't argue when you compare it to another one that it tastes that good. It's oh, good. not
6: good. It's not the worst thing, it's, but it's not good. It's unique tasting. It is, because it does not taste like cheese. No. It, it tastes like Kraft mac and
7: cheese.
4: Six, number six.
6: Annie's Grass-Fed.
7: Grass-Fed what?
6: I don't oh, I know. the dairy that goes into the cheese. Right. Again,
7: this one's a little pricier. Uh, Annie's has a couple on this list, so we'll, we'll get back to Annie.
1: Organic shells and real-age cheddar grass-fed.
7: Yeah, I guess the cheddar, the milk comes from a cow that ate grass. Which, again, all cows should eat grass, just my theory on it.
6: I know cows eat other things. Just in my experience, the only thing I've ever personally
1: seen a cow eat grass. What if they just ate weeds or dandelions? Would you be down? Cows? Yeah. No. Okay.
4: Five, number five.
7: Trader Joe's. They said, is it perfect? No. They said it's a solid choice, especially at a very... uh, Budget-friendly price point, yeah, it's like a dollar a box. And honestly, like Trader Joe's is like they have a few things that'll blow you away. But that's the great thing about Trader Joe's: everything's super affordable Mm -hmm. and nothing sucks.
1: And they have the higher-end stuff too. So like they've got uh, more of a frozen dinner mac and cheese option, and then they also add back to what we're talking about the boxed uh, uh, macaroni and cheese. Miles, this list is just boxed mac and cheese. All right, right. if you go to Trader Joe's, stay on the highway with me, brother. You've got got options. Just know that you can get something. Yeah. Number, number four. Annie's original. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't think I've ever had Annie's, to be honest with you. Is that the rabbit pasta mm-hmm. shaped?
6: Yeah. Rabbit
7: shaped. It's well, number rabbit. one, though, like, right, you you always talk about you don't like going to the grocery store. That is correct. But also, yeah, just knowing you, like, Annie, Annie's isn't a lot of places. But especially like Miles was saying earlier, I don't know if this was on the air, or off the air. But if you go to like a Whole Foods or a PCC or one okay. of those kind of grocery stores, Annie's is kind of their thing. Yeah. Annie's is there everywhere. Okay, Annie's again, Annie's original, good. Uh, you know, like you just don't want the grass fed one, but this one's a little really pri- right. That was earlier on the list. Huh. This one's a little pricier, right? Like three twenty a box. But yeah, they're like man, people really like Annie's. She's okay. she's doing good out there.
6: Okay, three
7: number three, craft.
6: Deluxe. Now, what separates Kraft Deluxe from your standard? Is so a
7: what mixture Kraft, of cheese? Okay, so Kraft, right? All right? The big argument I always had with people with shells of cheese versus Kraft box mac and cheese is that the Velveeta shells of cheese, you boil the noodles or the shells, and then you add the Velveeta cheese sauce. Correct. Right? Okay. And it's in there. Kraft Deluxe does the same thing. It's got a thicker noodle, all, all right. right? And then it's got a rich, creamy sauce uh, that packs it a whole lot of flavor, makes the Deluxe version kind of like... It, it, right, it's, it's craft back. It's, look, it's $4. Like, let, mm-hmm. let me break it down for everybody, all right? Here's the deal. All right. You got a bunch of kids around your house? Mm-hmm. Regular. <laughs> you got to go home by yourself. <laughs> right. Now you got some friends at the house, right? Maybe you enjoyed a beverage, smoking a little marijuana. You go, You know what, fellas? I got the good stuff for us. I got the craft deluxe gotcha. tonight. All right. All right. Two, number two. My personal favorite. Velveeta, Mm. the shells and cheese. That's number two. They even say it. Like, look, there's Velveeta haters out there. Now, listen, I had a uh, 50-50 Velveeta experience over Super Bowl. Like, I was like, right, that dip is is very rich. But to this day, I I swear to God, like, if I'm making, if I'm like, you know, it's like, you know how it is. Sometimes on a Saturday or Sunday, I get thrilled. as say, Miles, you know what I'm saying. And you're just like, screw it, man. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make that. You go to the grocery store and you get, like, baked beans, a thing of hot dogs. Shells of cheese. All right, okay. I'm not really selling shells
1: of cheese. When it's Damn, like, fake, I got to it. fake it's beans, like, hot dogs. It sounds like it sounds like you just got fired from your job.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like a wild day. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you want to taste it. I
6: got you. The, I got you. The dirty
7: side of life.
6: Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> well, maybe that's how they should advertise. Velveeta shells and cheese. It'll, the dirty it'll side. It'll take life. you back.
7: <laughs> well, and it's weird with Velveeta, right? Because it again, it shocked me when I bought that block. That are like, oh yeah, it's not by the other cheese. It's just on the shelf. Right. And it tastes like it. But the fact it's in that silver packet container with the shells and cheese, it never dawned on. I was like, I guess this is. I mean, it basically, well, it, it is the same thing. Now yeah. I'm curious what number one is, because I assumed that would be it. What you, take a guess. I don't know. I, think, I thought we covered them all. So we've had, we've had store brands. We've mm. had organic brands. We've had chickpea brands. I, uh, this is the best one. This is number one. Correct. Walmart. What? Walmart, yes. great value mac and cheese. All right, Walmart. Okay. Uh, the guy says, he goes, look, it's my hand down, hands down winner. Regardless of price point, if you add in the fact the box costs mere cents, I have a hard time buying anything else. Literally, how much do you think it costs to get a ba- a box of this mac so and cheese? So what Kraft so is a little bit over a dollar? I'll say 59 69 cents. 69 So, right, Kraft Original is just over a dollar. Uh, you go to Walmart, that great value, which is like their store brand. You're talking about thirty five cents. For Get of out of here! That is a oh, great damn. A great deal. All right, okay. it is. Well, I, yeah, they have a lot of stuff in there. But again, box back nowadays with the, the mac and cheese revival, mm-hmm. like like box mac and cheese is either you know like you're in a hurry or it's sentimental
1: and you're just like. But I bet you there's mm-hmm. still a box in your cabinet. I have two. Right. The only thing I want to one advantage to the uh, Velveeta style, the, you know, the shells or whatever. Is that when you have boxed mac and cheese, typically you need other ingredients. Like right now, I ran out of butter. That's not good when you don't have mac and cheese. I don't have any milk in my house. But if you just have the Velveeta and shells, man, you still it. It's all can right still, there. You still do it. Yeah.
7: And I'm with you. I just recently made some craft and it shocked me. I was like,
1: I actually have to
4: add stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Can't get enough of the Men's Room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app.
6: Hello, Dylan. Welcome to
1: the Men's Room.
4: Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.
1: Dylan, are you sober or not sober? Sober, unfortunately. That's all right, Dylan. Welcome to the program at Big Dummy. Okay, our men's room poll. Pick an ailment. Will you take hemorrhoids, gout, heartburn, or the hiccups?
11: Well, I already take meds for uh, chronic heartburn, so I'll take the uh, hiccups.
6: Taking the hiccups. What meds are you on for your chronic heartburn?
11: Pantoprazole. Okay. uh, That's the actual name for it, but it's uh, Protonix is the brand name.
6: Good to know. Okay. All right, here is your question. Emollients. Emollients are more commonly referred to as what? Emollients? Need... Emollients. They're more commonly referred to as what? I'll give you a hint. Think lotion.
1: Uh. Vaseline? Sunscreen? Moisturizers. Moisturizers. Ah. Uh... All right,
6: question. Let's go to the fine language of Latin. Which Latin phrase means, quote, and other similar things? Is it ad infinitium," bona fide, et cetera, or per se? So it means...
4: Per se. Let's say
11: et
6: cetera. Et, cetera. et cetera. Per se means, any guesses? Uh, per se. Exactly. By itself just like, or uh, in itself. Right. Bonafide means in good faith. Uh-huh. And then ad infinitum is to infinity. So add ad infinitum and beyond. Hmm. It Buzz like you were proper, you know, yeah. but he's a savage. All right, here's <laughs> your question. I feel like bonafide sometimes, too, is it's all very right. rare that it's true. Oh, yeah. People say bonafide like it's probably not bonafide. Right. I like to say it after I've had sex with someone. Big Sheila, you just got bonafide. That'd be awesome. All right. I
7: got to leave, but you got bona fide.
4: <laughs> There's some change on the counter. Oh, no. All right. all right. There's one more ride left of my
6: Orca card.
10: you get getting to
6: tonight, Mama.
7: You know what? You take it all the way to the airport.
6: <laughs> Hop it off one rail to another. All right, your question. <laughs> PJ Clapp is the legal name of which jackass star? What was that? PJ clap That's actually the legal name. PJ Clap is the legal name of which jackass star?
11: Johnny Knoxville.
6: Okay. Oh, nice. I I know, you know.
11: are
1: correct. No wonder he changed his name. Game is Big W. 206 rock But he's also from Tennessee.
6: Is he? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Hello, Jacob. Welcome to the men's room.
11: Hola! Hola!
1: Jacob, sober, not sober? Not sober. Not sober, Jacob. Welcome to the program. What's up? Men's room poll there, Jacob. Pick an ailment. Hemorrhoids, gout, heartburn, or hiccups? Uh, I'm going to go with heartburn today. Taking the heartburn. What food gives you heartburn? Uh, Truly. White thing. Huh, thing. Okay. <laughs> Truly's give you heartburn. <laughs> yeah, bad.
6: But they're still worth it to you to drink. Uh, sometimes yeah. It's a hot day, they're nice. They're not bad. They just <laughs> they just lack something for me. You know what I mean?
7: There's a lot of good ones.
6: There's a lot of good flavors. But here's my thing, right? So if I'm gonna drink booze, it's gonna be booze. They do a pretty good job as far as the flavors go. But me, uh, being the child that I am, like, well, it's gonna be for a punch, make it. Fruit punchier, man. Yeah, yeah. That's just me. Like, I know they're. It, it's designed to just give you a hint of the flavor. But I'm like, I want the full-on flavor, or get me drunk. San Juan Seltzer Huckleberry. I feel like that's my go-to. I oh, right so you, guys were going on about San Juan Seltzers. I want to say last mm, summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. They got that Rainier Cherry. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Let's talk about it. That sounds like a stripper.
7: <laughs>
6: All right. Here is your question: What part of the body does an orthopedic doctor treat?
11: Isn't that your foot?
6: Them bones. The bones. They worry about your bones. There are multiple choice for you. Bring it on. What has more U.S. locations? 7 Elevens, McDonald's, or payday loan businesses?
11: Ooh, I see 7 Elevens everywhere. So, 7 Eleven.
6: Ah, man, is it payday loan? Is it? And it's payday loan business. Yeah. No reason I bring it up. Just saying. Oddly enough, typically when you find a payday loan, business, you'll find a 7-Eleven close by and a McDonald's. You will. Believe it or not, they said payday loan businesses are—it's almost ten thousand more locations than McDonald's. So McDonald's has thirteen thousand U.S. locations, give or take. Payday loan businesses, twenty-three thousand. Sometimes those payday loan business—I mean, they, they, you'll see two on a block. Oh yeah. If the line's too long there, right, go to this one. All right, here's your question The Hugo Award is given in what field of literature? Oh.
11: <laughs> uh, nonfiction?
6: I'll say fiction. Science fiction. Science fiction. Ooh. All right, Miles brought this one to my attention. What state are you in? If you're in the easternmost part of the United States.
11: Is that, uh, that Maine?
6: That's what I would have thought. Say it.
7: Massachusetts? Oh, man. What? Is that what it is, or is it like North Carolina or something with those is outer
6: Oh, no. It's Alaska. Because the Aleutian Islands extend past the 180th meridian. Oh. When, hence, they go into the eastern hemisphere. Therefore, the farthest point east, you can be in the United States, is in the Aleutian Islands, Hmm. as we perceive north and west of here, right? That's crazy. It is. It's a little
8: weird. It's like a great question.
6: (laughs) It is. It's Uh, a good question, yeah, for sure. I'm a douche. I can't help it. (laughs) All right. Robert E. Lee, or Wile E. Coyote, whose middle name is
1: Ethelbert? Oh,
11: Wile E. Coyote, because why not?
1: Hey, there you go. That is nice correct. Work. What do you think? One more contestant what? on Big Dummy? All right, let's do it. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the men's room.
11: Hola, bitches. Hola.
1: Josh, are you sober or not sober? Not sober. Josh, welcome to the program and Big Dummy. All right, Thank pick an ailment for me. Hemorrhoids, gout, heartburn, or hiccups. What are you taking? Give me a Pez dispenser with Tums. I'll take heartburns. <laughs> taking the heartburn. Okay.
8: All right, here is
6: your question, Josh. The closest living relative to manatees is what animal? Oh, man. The sea cow. I'm going to say a cow. All right, the manatee. No idea. So the manatee, right? All right. Aquatic thing. But its closest living relative, believe it or not, is a mammal that lives on land. It kind of looks Is it a hippo? pig? Pig? Elephant. Ah, wow. All right. right. When you start thinking about it, you go, like, yeah, I can see that. Are manatees still endangered? I believe so. I want to say, like, their or food they're just protected. supply. Right. They're definitely protected. I don't know if they're endangered, but I know their food supply got really low off the coast of Florida, so they started feeding them lettuce. Just was reading this today, and apparently, they've like, these manatees have eaten all the lettuce available that they could possibly give them. Nice. Like, they goddamn love it. Mm-hmm. Give them some cabbage or spinach. Maybe they tried it, and manatees are like, nah, dog. But yeah. Give them kale. They won't eat that. And they get the runs. Be like, well, the water's awfully cloudy. All right, your question. A man by the name of Jasper Newton Daniel is best known for creating what?
8: Jack Daniels?
6: All right. Nice. That's oh, how you man. get it done. It's nice actually right work. on the bottle. I had no idea. I didn't either. Because Mike had sent it to me, and I'm like, man, I don't Oh, And he goes, dude, it is on the bottle, but no one reads
4: it. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. All right,
1: have we made it to drink
4: time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. Hey. Kino. and the men's room knows just who it is. Three shots. Hey. So to you, we say, hey. bottoms up, sailor. Kino. you're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is,
1: and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve
6: the Thrill hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and to pick up where Mike left off only a few minutes ago. Today, we chose an unidentified woman from Reddit who shared this story. Now, very recently, she and her father were having a discussion about gas prices. And we don't know the nature of the conversation, but gas prices being what they are, I think we can all assume that they were bitching about it, right? Anyway, their discussion led to him telling her about these, quote, amazing biscuits that he picks up at the gas station every time he goes, and he's been grabbing them for the last 20 years. Well, she got curious, so she bought a pack. She looked him over and explained to her father that the amazing biscuits that he'd been enjoying for the last two decades, yeah, they're dog treats. And it's mm. clearly marked that they're dog treats. Now, he was shocked and he's now stopped eating them because according to him How did he not know that? They don't taste the same now that he knows. I don't
1: know. For i I'd like to know I'd like to know the brand. Just so I could look at the packaging to determine how dumb this guy
6: is. I mean, she says like she bought them, and she's like she like turned the thing over, and it says dog treats. Like Dad, that's what you're I'm saying. Dog treat. Yeah, I don't know, man. Mm. So we pour this booze, and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies.
4: Down the hole,
1: thanks for listening to the best of the men's room
4: podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told. With miles and thrill. Also available on radio.com. Oh man. A double flush production.